Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 0.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. All right, welcome back to the Prodigal One podcast. Me being the Prodigal One. My name is Eric Martin Koppelman. This first episode of the Prodigal One is basic, is basics. It really is. I'm trying to give you a little bit of background about myself. And let's start off by saying, what right do I have to compare myself and my past to that of the parable that Jesus gave to the disciples and to the Pharisees in Luke with regards to the prodigal son? Well, like I said in the beginning, you know, if you took the definition of the prodigal son and the story of the prodigal son, um, and you looked it up in the dictionary, probably my picture would be there. I'm sure there'd be a lot of other photos of other people there too, but definitely my picture would definitely be there. And uh, that's why I chose the name Prodigal and one being myself. Now, this is not a podcast that's going to be strictly about the Prodigal Son. This is a podcast where I'm going to share my stories, my experiences, and other things and research that I've done and things that that. I believe is God's will of me bringing the message to my listeners each and every week. Now, without blowing my own horn, I'm sorry to say I have, you know, and we talk about talents in the Bible and and such like that, but without blowing my own horn, I have the gift of gab. I have the ability to be able to talk. I'm a broadcaster. I've done a lot of shows and I've done a lot of interviews and I'm using that talent now as a broadcaster to bring glory to God and to get the message out there. Now, there's a lot of other podcasts, a lot of other radio shows, and a lot of other preachers out there that are fire and brimstone. And there are other preachers out there that are rainbows and butterflies. I'm not rainbows and butterflies, and I'm not fire and brimstone. I want my listeners to truly appreciate the love that God gives us. I want my listeners to truly appreciate the messages that I'm bringing, and I do it in a way that is human. All right. I'm not going to sit here uh, and, and be an orthodox person and say that, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. That's not what this is all about. This is about sharing things that have happened and things that I've experienced in my life and how now with my being able to put my faith and my trust in God, things have changed and things just don't change like that. You, you know what I'm saying? People could say people say, oh, people will never, this guy will never change. Well, you know, so God, I was able to change. And uh, I'll get deeper into that as, as the podcast series goes on. Okay, so for you that don't know the parable or the story of the prodigal son, I'm going to give you my version of it. Okay, I'm going to give you the, uh, the prodigal one version of the prodigal son story. All right. Um, son, goes to the father and he says, hey, you know what, Pop, give me my inheritance now. I want my inheritance now. Father gives him the inheritance. Son goes off, spends it all, 
comes back busted, broke, knocking on the door, desolate, you know, has nothing left, totally desperate, you know, afraid to knock on the door, afraid that he's going to get turned away, he's going to be homeless, he's going to have nothing, nobody's going to love him. He knocks on the door, the father opens the door and welcomes him with open arms, open arms, and is so excited to see that his lost son, the son that had done everything possibly he could go wrong in his life has now come back, that he throws a giant party, all right? Well, the older son is now all upset because, of course, you know, I'm here, Father. I'm doing everything the right way, and you throw a party for Junior. What's going on? Well, the father says, you know what? You're here. You've been here. You're my trusted son. I love you. I do. I truly do love you, and I, and, and everything you're saying is correct, but your brother was lost, and now he's here, and now he's found. I'm rejoicing that he has realized the errors of his way, and now has come back. Now, I'm sure there are those of you out there that can relate to this. And we picture, you know, knocking on 1621 Main Street, Anytown, New York, USA door, and the father opening the door, welcoming his son with open arms. Let's take for a second, though, the concept here that the father is God. Let's take for a second here to take the concept that the lost person, the lost brother, has been lost from his relationship with God. And after trying everything on his own and and doing everything possible that he could possibly do to break every commandment that's out there, to, to show no respect or love or appreciation for anything that God has ever done for him or her, he's home. He comes back. He comes back to God in real presence, and God opens him or welcomes him with open arms and with forgiveness. You see what I'm saying? And that's what happened in my life, is that my up and down relationship with God was truly that, up and down, up and down, up and I would go to church and I would feel really good and I'd you know, do the altar calls and everything like that and I'd walk out of church feeling like a brand new man. 15 minutes later, I wasn't that brand new man anymore, you know? Um, growing up or being, you know, uh, infidelity in my marriage, um, you know, dealing with the situation with jail and, it, you know, because of stupidity, just very, just stupidity in my life. Uh, my basically taking my parents broke, you know, I mean, to a point where it just, it's just a very sad, sad story that is now turned it's still a sad story. The past is still a sad story, but I needed to find God in my life in order to be able to turn my life around. And by doing that now and turning my life around, I have a beautiful wife. I have a wonderful wife that loves me. I have children that I adore and that adore me. I have a really great job. I make a really good living. Um, I'm doing this podcast. Uh, everything in my life, I am blessed And I'm going to tell you something, folks. I am not ever going to do anything that could ever jeopardize that ever again the way I used to. I am not ever going to take for granted what, if you want to classify it as an inheritance, then classify it as an inheritance. I will never, ever, ever take that for granted. And my relationship with my God matters to me. So, if people say, why do you call yourself the prodigal? That's why, all right? My parents 
welcomed me no matter what I did. My mother and father loved me unconditionally, welcomed me with open arms till the day they died. And um, they didn't have to do that. A lot of people, a lot of people in my family, a lot of people in friendship and associations turned their back on me, didn't want anything to do with me, um, you know, and my, but my father and my, I mean, my father was my best friend, my mother as well, but they didn't turn their back. So how many of you out there have children right now that are prodigals? How many of you are waiting for that child to come home? I know there are those out there now that have prodigal children that will never come home, that have died due to addictions, drug overdoses, alcoholism, spending their lives in prison, making stupid mistakes. These are people that have, you know, the, the thing about it is I find in, in jail that most people, there are a lot of people that go to jail and then at that point become a Christian. Because they realize, they realize at that point that they need something more stable in their life and God gives them that stability. All right, it's a shame that it has to happen in prison or in jail, but it happens. But if you have a prodigal in your life right now, the, the sad situation is that you can talk into your blue in the face and it's not going to change the way they feel. The prodigal will not change the way they feel until they reach such a rock bottom low that they feel they come back. And you have to be cautious too because there could be that phony comeback too. They could be coming back to knock on the door because they know that mom and dad will welcome them with open arms and they could take advantage of it all over again. So for you out there that are dealing with that situation, don't be an enabler to that. You can welcome your child back. You can, you can love your child back. You can love that prodigal and everything like that. But you have to make it clear and you have to have an understanding and you have to have a, a, a way of being able to look at the situation and say, is this real? What is this person? What is this prodigal going to do in order to be able to build themselves a strong foundation to be able to turn their life around? Because if you don't give them that opportunity, if you don't give them a way, if you don't force them away to have that foundation, they're never going to gain that foundation. And let me tell you something. Once they build a relationship with God, they are going to see change in their life and they are going to love it. And they are going to say, there has never been in my life. I have never felt like this before. God has blessed me so much. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for turning my, helping me turning my life around. Now, God gives people free will. That's the thing. You get free will. You have free will. People say they don't understand that concept. You know, if something goes wrong, why are you doing this to me, God? No, it's not God doing it to you. It's free will. You have a right. You have a choice to make right or wrong decisions in your life. Where were you, God, when I needed you? He was standing right beside you. God was standing right beside you. Sometimes he's behind you holding you up, but you you have to be able to recognize that and turn to him and say, okay, I'm ready to do things your way, not my way, but your way. Your will be done, Lord. And unless you are willing to release everything and be able to depend solely on God, it doesn't work. You're going to struggle, you're going to fight, you're going to get in trouble, you're going to have problems. If you are a prodigal or you know that prodigal, you have to release, you have to let go. Money 
All right, back in the 80s, the big thing in the 80s was the, you know, make money, you become rich. You know, all of the uh, Charles Barkleys and the Dan LaPrees and all, you know, flip houses, real estate, all this other nonsense, you know, get rich quick. You need a plan of action, folks. That's the biggest thing I could say to people, you know, young people in today's world. Know what direction you want to go in. Have a plan of action. People say, well, I want to be happy. I want to do something that's going to make me happy. I don't care about the money. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. You do. All right? All right? And people say, well, you know, if you're going to believe in God, you're going to trust in God. Listen, God's not a genie. He's not sitting there and you're not rubbing a magic lamp and he's going to magically appear and give you everything you want in your life. you got to work for what you want in your life. But there's nothing wrong with working for what you want in your life and having a relationship with your God combined. As I was saying, back in the 80s, I was absorbed by all this nonsense. You know, I got out of high school. I didn't plan ahead. And, and now I look back on my life and I don't want to call it regrets because I shouldn't have, you know, there's no regrets because regrets are a waste of time. A learning lesson is, is what you need to, we call it a, le- a lesson learned. But sometimes that lesson learned, you learn a lesson, there's nothing you can do about it to change the past, but you can do something to change your future. Okay? That's the bottom line. So an answer to anybody's question as to why I call it the prodigal, there you go. You know, that's why. Believe me, I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot in my head, you know, that I can reference with regard. I believe now in having a strong biblical foundation to be able to live your life, and that's important. And there are people that will talk about it as if it's a fairy tale. There are people, once you, let me tell you something, once you start, Trusting God, all hell is going to break loose. And I mean all hell is going to break loose. All right? Satanic forces, whether you believe in them or not, or the devil, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, he's going to do everything in his power to destroy your relationship with God and destroy you. Trust me, he has done it to me in the last two months. As soon as I said I was going to do a podcast or a radio show with regards to praising or showing people how to develop a relationship, a biblical foundation and a relationship with God, all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. What I thought was bad to begin with was, you know, everything was a struggle. Everything was a fight. It's sickness, cold. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. Even, I tell you, I stopped doing this twice. And Gina, my producer, even told me within the last two days, she said, I had to back off and give you a chance to find yourself. And I finally said, you know what? I'm doing this, and I don't care who comes up against it. And when I finally said, you know, it's like, (laughs) I wrote a song, and I'm trying to remember the exact verse, but it was like, um, when you're in a pit and you can't get out, God will send you a ladder. But, you know, um, basically... I'm saying when the devil is attacking, he has to remember God's in charge of him. Devil might live on this world. Devil devil might control. The evil might be on this world, but, but the God still controls him and gives him the permission to be able to do what he does. That makes sense? So everything God does for us is a lesson to be learned 
for our benefit. Look, let's, let's say that again. Everything that God does is a lesson to be learned for our benefit. Everything that God does, say it with me, everything that God does is a lesson to be learned for our benefit. You don't believe that. Believe it. It's true. Think about it. Think about it. So there you go. All right. A little bit about me, a little bit about background, moving forward with the show. We'll be right back right after this. ABC Tonight, a down and dirty hour of fun starts with a season premiere of The Connors. It's a win. And they're expecting a new arrival. Another Connor in the world. What we don't have in quality, we make up in volume. Then, on the season premiere of Bless This Mess. Do you remember what we thought living on a farm was going to be like? They're bringing home the bacon. Stop looking at me like that. The Connors and Bless This Mess. Two big season premieres tonight starting at 8, 7 central on ABC. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. 8.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. 